to the inaugural episode of All Things Adventures in Odyssey, an unofficial podcast. I'm your host, Clint Brams, and I'll be leading us through this exploration of modern AIO. There are many people today who are quick to write off what they call New Odyssey. I am not one of those people. I really like New Odyssey, but allow me to explain what I think is going on. There are people who were really put off by all the changes made by the reboot of Album 51, but I believe the Green Ring Conspiracy helped people to kind of cope. It brought them back. It reminded them of what they knew. And it was an epic story. People really got on board. It proved that the greatness, the things that everybody liked about Odyssey, was still around. Even though there had been some massive adjustments. In spite of that, however, there are still many people today who express disdain for quote-unquote new Odyssey. And I think I know why. Albums 60 to 69, in my mind, represent a low point in the history of Odyssey. Make, make no mistake, there were some incredible episodes during that time, but I first got really involved with Odyssey, you know, listening up to date at around album 60, and things felt a little off. That's a good term for album 60 through 69, in my opinion, a little off. It's not necessarily anything I could put my finger on, but this feeling persisted for a long time. It's what I believe people are referring to when they express negative opinions about modern Odyssey. Those who don't like the ties that bind say it started there. I like that album and the next one, so I believe it started with album 60. Here's my opinion on why. Paul McCusker, one of the original and best writers ever for Adventures in Odyssey, left after album 59. He had been the showrunner, though they didn't call it that, for a long time. If there was an important storyline to be told... He would be the one that told it, and he always did an amazing job every time. He is the one, more than any other, who seemed to be leading Adventures in Odyssey. If you listen to Life Expectancy Part 2 and Ties That Bind Part 7, somewhere around there, you'll find that he was setting up a storyline that never happened. About Mr. Schwartz, a rich activist who owned various media outlets, the Odyssey Times, Maximize Comics, and had implications of connections to Bill Kendall, Connie's dad. All of that was dropped after the departure of Paul McCusker. Whatever storyline that was, we'll never know because it likely will never happen. So when Paul McCusker leaves, everything goes in a different direction. And as far as I can tell, there was no real plan for where things were going. Things seemed to happen kind of randomly, it, both within some individual episodes and kind of as a whole. I think, honestly, the best example of this is the Rydell saga. Now, there are some people who mm, despise the Rydell saga. I'm not one of those people. I don't hate it because I think I know what happened. It's not the best, but there are reasons, I believe, for some of the confusion or the roughness of what it is. From official podcasts that I've heard and just from the general feel of this saga, it seems like Bob Hoos created the character of Maury as kind of a nemesis for Emily Jones. Phil Lawler really liked that idea and sort of took it on and introduced new aspects and new angles, really interesting stuff to uh, use the character of Maury for. Meanwhile, I think he or someone else got the idea to 
in my opinion, and this is what I kind of think they're building up to, reintroducing the Israelites, this time as a specific group of kids with specific talents. Mori and Suzu were perfect for this new phase of Israelites. The writers just needed to transition them from being the bad guys in the Rydell saga to being good guys. The result of that was the Rydell revelations, where Mori turns out to be a good guy, which created some confusion about what the show was saying about the morality of his actions. Really, I believe it's as simple as Mori needed to become a good guy without going to jail. Rydell revelations, let's call the whole thing off, and the team all have their flaws, but if you recognize them for what they are, a rough transition, many of the problems go away, at least for me. The recent episode, Value in the Process, is actually very good, and I believe things are now headed in the right direction. The roughness and rather disappointing ending of the Rydell saga, which was really just a transition, is symbolic of 60 through 69. Things seemed random because, I believe, there was no guiding vision. Paul McCusker had been guiding everything, and then when he left, things just kind of seemed to go all over the place, and that's not a knock at Odyssey. Like I said, there were still some amazing things, but it just made things feel off-kilter a little bit. That all changed, starting with album 70, the new, new Odyssey, when Marsha Younger took over as showrunner. There are still things that I feel aren't perfect, but I really believe the story of Odyssey as a whole has improved drastically since he's come on. Album 70 was great. Album 71 was better. Album 72 was possibly the best ever. Album 73 was fantastic, and album 74 was pretty good. And I'm super optimistic about what's about to happen in album 75. Meanwhile, with the reemergence of the chairman, as well as the approach of episode 999, we seem to be building toward another storyline reminiscent of Novacom, perhaps. The post-episode 1000 era of Odyssey, if it continues, which I believe it will, has the potential to be the best ever. I believe things are looking up for Adventures in Odyssey, and that's what I try to tell people who uh, maybe are a little bit mm, skeptical of New Odyssey. I believe Adventures in Odyssey has the potential to be a major force in society, and I'm excited to see that the comeback is beginning. It's important to remember that just before Novacom, the widely agreed upon number one storyline of Odyssey, there were the split episodes, which is considered to be one of the worst eras in Odyssey history. So don't give up on Odyssey. The best is yet to come, and I intend to be here for it. I'll be back soon with a review of the first episode of Album 70, Jumping Off, Jumping In. From there, I'll continue forward through the albums. Uh, the plan is that any new episodes I will address as they come rather than, uh, you know, wait for their sequence in the show. Though, I'm hoping to get caught up to Album 75 soon. As for episodes before Album 70 or Club Adventures, I intend to review those uh, only at my preference. You know, if there's one I really want to talk about. Or in the case of Club Adventures, I'll, I'll discuss like the ones that are coming in the future as they happen. Hopefully that gives you a good idea of what's coming. Those are my plans for now. Things are always subject to change. But I think we've got a good system here. I'll be trying hard to make things unique and professional, so I'm open to any ideas or suggestions. You can email me at clintbrams, C-L-I-N-T-B-R-A-H-M-S, at gmail.com. And I invite you to come along. I'm looking forward to the adventure.